up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the hot stove is hot. It has been lit. The fire is burning. And we're in the thick of things. You know, on the last episode, we discussed the surprising decision that Jacob deGrom made to join the Texas Rangers now. There is more on the way. It's being reported that Brian Reynolds has requested a trade from the Pittsburgh Pirates. So Brian, yes, he, he plays for the Pirates, but don't sleep on him. Brian Reynolds is one of the better outfielders in the National League. I'm not, he's one of the best outfielders in the National League. He's someone who's been an all-star, very good value. Obviously, the Pirates are not a very good team. And extension talks between the two sides have kind of reached a standstill. And this has led the player to request a trade even though the Pirates have no intention of dealing him. And he's long been a sought-after trade candidate around baseball because he's a controllable player who performs at an elite level for a team that's in the depths of a long rebuild. But, you know, Pittsburgh has repeatedly declined to trade this guy, saying they'd rather keep him because they're looking to return to contention while he's under club control. Spoiler alert, that's not going to happen. They're not going to return to contention while Brian Reynolds is still under club control. He is set to earn $6.75 million this season in the second year of a two-year $13 million extension. And then after that, he's going to be under club control for a further two seasons before he's free agent eligible after 2025. And spoiler alert, the Pirates are not going to be contenders by 2025 that's that's not gonna happen i mean they're a long ways away but then again i could be wrong i just don't think they will he is 27 and he's experienced a slight dip in offensive production this past year but he still put together a very strong season 2.9 wins above replacement 27 homers on the year this was his highest home run total ever so i mean what's gonna happen now what's gonna happen i mean reportedly the pirates offered him an extension that would have been that would have made him the highest paid pirate in history by total dollar figure, except we don't know the details. All we know is that Brian Hayes has that record right now, $70 million in total. So it would have been more than that. We don't know how many years. So it's, we don't, we don't even know the exact dollar amount. So we don't, we don't really know. But what happens now? I mean, I think the Pirates are just going to stand pat. They have all the leverage here. They don't have any reason to trade the guy. I mean, players demand trades once in a while. It's not too common in baseball, but it happens once in a while. And teams don't have to do it. They don't have to do it, uh, especially the Pirates. I mean, what in, they, they have him for $6 million, a very cheap salary, and uh, they can always trade him later. But, I mean, unless a team comes in and gives them the world for Brian Reynolds right now, um, he's probably just going to be unhappy and stay in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I mean, if you if you look at what their asking price has been for this guy, so if you go back to 2021 at the trade deadline, they asked the Mariners for Julio Rodriguez. Their, their asking price started with Julio Rodriguez. Of course, this was before Julio was a big leaguer, but we knew he was a top elite prospect in baseball. So if that was the asking price a year and a half ago, you know, at this time, they're probably still going to be looking for a big haul of young players. So it is what it is. I think this is a guy who was just drafted into 
I mean, that's what happens when you're a top draft pick. You know, you're not, you're usually not going to go to a team that's very good. And that's exactly what's happened with Brian Reynolds. He's just with pretty, pretty pedestrian franchise. It's being reported that Aaron Judge is increasingly likely to land a nine-year deal. So Aaron Judge is 30 years old, and any deal that he signs, if it's nine years, it will take him through you know, through this decade, through his 30s. And that's that's saying a lot. But it's not known if Judge is necessarily prioritizing contract length right now or a record-setting average annual value. But he is the reigning MVP, and he has leverage for both. If you look at Mike Trout's current deal with the Angels, he has $36 million a year in AAV. So if it was a nine-year deal for Judge, he would need $324 million to to top that, at least $324 million. You know, three, uh, nine times 36 is 324. But um, that, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I think we're obviously going to see him get north of 300. Nine years seems a bit too much for a guy like Judge. The projection for a Judge from some outlets is eight years, 332. That would be a $41.5 million AAV. I think we're more likely to see that. The, the $40 million plus AAV with fewer years. It doesn't make any sense to give someone, give a, a 30-year-old a nine-year deal. Especially, people are going to hate me for saying this, but Aaron Judge does not have a great injury history. I mean, yes, he was healthy this year. And he was healthy for the most part in 2021, but there have been times where he has missed significant time. I mean, the, the 2022, he was not healthy. The year before that, he was not healthy. 2018, he was, eh, uh, you know. So he had three years in a row where he was missing a lot of time. So I don't know, especially once you hit the age of 30, you, you really have to be cognizant of that when you're writing a check for a third of a billion dollars. I mean, it's fair to be concerned about that. And people, people don't like when I bring up the injury-prone discussion sometimes, but it's something to be aware of when you're talking about that kind of money for that long of time. And, of course, a guy like Judge is going to demand a, a no-trade clause. So it's, it's going to really lock a team in, and they're, they're going to want to have all their ducks in a row and make sure they protect themselves in case something happens. But, yeah, I mean, if, if a ninth guaranteed season is now the going rate to sign Aaron Judge, that could put a team like the Dodgers out of the running. You know, they're not, you know, they're, they're not really keen, at least it's being reported, they, they only want him on a short-term high-dollar deal. They did give Mookie Betts a 12-year deal, but Mookie was much younger than Judge when he signed that. But it's not to say that, LN, that LA doesn't abandon that strategy, the, you know, the short contract, high AV strategy for certain circumstances. I mean, they just signed Freddie Freeman last year to a six-year, $162 million deal as he was heading into his age 32 season. So, I mean, with Judge in a position to at least double Freeman's total salary, he might not really be a fit for the Dodgers because they might not need him. They could devote their resources towards acquiring other star players. But it is what it is. So the Yankees have already made offers to Aaron Judge. I mean, last week, some reports suggested that they made him an offer in the range of eight years, 300, and that wasn't considered a final offer. So he's, he's going to get 300 at least. That's what happens when you are the reigning MVP. In other news, the Orioles have agreed to a one-year deal with Kyle Gibson. They've strengthened their pitching rotation now. You have a veteran starter. It's a one-year deal. And it's widely been believed that the Orioles were in the market for starting pitching additions, and Gibson gives them a solid back-of-the-rotation arm. He's 35. 
He had a 5.05 ERA for the Phillies in 2022. Although that doesn't sound very great, his advanced metrics were a bit more favorable. His FIP, fielder independent pitching, was a 4.28. So back in the rotation, I mean, that's going to get the job done for sure. The Orioles are still expecting top prospect Grayson Rodriguez to make his big league debut in 2023 and play a big role in the rotation. But yes, he's going to be a rookie, so you know they'll have to keep a close eye on his workload. There are still other pitchers, like not the top tier of guys, but you know the next tier available on the free agent market, like Jameson Tyone, Chris Bassett, Taiwan Walker. And those would make sense for Baltimore. So I, I think that would be a a welcome addition. I mean. Remember, the Orioles had a winning record in 2022. They're looking to take that next step. They won 83 games. That's a very good season, all things considered. 83 and 79. So out of nowhere, you know, they came and shocked the baseball world this past season. So they don't want to take any step backwards. You have to continue to add to that. You know, they now have Adley Rutschman in the big leagues and, you know, Gunnar Henderson in the big leagues, Kyle Stowers as well. So they want to now add to that on the pitching side of things. In other news, in other news, there's been a trade. The Mariners have acquired Colton Wong from the Brewers in exchange for Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro. This is interesting. So the Mariners have been it's been it's been mentioned that they were looking for a second baseman. They, they've got their guy now in Colton Wong. He was a natural fit for them. Obvious starter at second base, great defensive presence, and adds some balance to a lineup that skews a bit right-handed. So Jesse Winker, Abraham Toro, these are good players as well. They're headed over to Milwaukee, and and those guys will will find a way to contribute. Those guys are good bats for the most part. I mean, Winker especially. I mean, Toro, maybe not as much, uh, but, you know, he's a versatile guy. He's looking for a rebound, but, you know, he's he's 25 and entering the age 26 season, so hopefully he still has some upside, some upside. This also means that the Brewers are likely to have Bryce Turang, their top infield prospect, factor into the mix at second base early in the season. He had good numbers in AAA last season, so he's probably going to be a big leaguer next year. And last but not least, the Phillies are going to meet. It's being reported the Phillies are going to meet with each of the four top free agent shortstops. That's Carlos Correa, Trey Turner, Dansby Swanson, and Xander Bogarts. So they're going to sit down with representatives for each of those guys before the winter meetings kick off. So obviously the Phillies are in pursuit of a shortstop to hold things down, and we'll see if they get any of the elite guys. But that's where we stand with things for today. Those are our updates. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.